This is episode number 141 with the four ways that email is more helpful than talking with a person face to face. Hey, what's up, everybody, and welcome back to Nick Carrier's Best You Podcast. Today, instead of a three takeaways episode, I'm having a quick excerpt from the Celeste Headley interview that I did a long time ago because this was one of the most helpful and actionable interviews that I've ever done. If you don't know who Celeste Headley is, she gave the TED Talk called The 10 Ways to Have Better Conversations that absolutely blew up and is one of the most successful and most widely viewed TED Talks of all time because it really has such actionable things that people can apply to their life so quickly and every Every single day because everybody has so many useful conversations or has so many conversations every single day. And this quick five minute excerpt is when she was talking about the when email is more useful than talking with somebody face to face. She talks about how so many people hide behind emails nowadays and how we can perceive differently what people are trying to say through email than if we talk to the person face-to-face. So without further ado, here are the four ways that email is more useful than talking with a person face-to-face with Celeste Headley. I know you talk to different businesses and companies and things like that about how to have better conversations. Is there any like number one question that you always get asked from different maybe company managers about how to have their employees have a better conversation? Yeah, it's almost always about email because everyone is under the impression that email is more efficient and more effective than conversation and it's actually not. Um, There's a very limited number of cases in which email is going to save you time and be more productive or efficient and we use email for everything. Um, and so we're wasting a huge amount of time. You know, the number one cause of project failure is miscommunication. The number one cause of miscommunication is overuse of email. So what, so when should we be using email and when should not? Because I don't think it's, at at this day and age, it's almost impossible to think that email would ever go away. So what, like, what would be the benefit or what should we use email for and what shouldn't we? So there's four situations, maybe five in which email is more efficient than the phone call. Um, They are, if you have uh, attachments to send, uh, if you have a very, very long missive or message to send. Um, If you have an agenda or list of any kind, here's what's coming up in the meeting. Here's the tasks that need to be done. Any, any version of that um, uh, is better in email. And the last one would be praise Uh, Mm -hmm. because praise actually gets the same bounce, emotional bounce for people as if you did it in person. And it's possible that's because people like to read it again and again and Mm -hmm. to forward it on to other people. Um, Pretty much, I mean, obviously there's an exception to every rule, but almost everything else is better over the phone. And I, this is not, again, this is not me trying to be, uh, you know, huggy, touchy. This is just scientific. Human beings have only had text communication of any kind for a really short period of time. We have evolved over hundreds of thousands of years to be the most efficient communicators through the voice and the ears on the planet Mm -hmm. there is information that is relayed through the the sound of our voice which we can't even track and people know this instinctively almost everyone has had the experience of calling their friend and saying hi and their friend goes hi and you say what's wrong Mm -hmm. that's how fast information is relayed through the voice that cannot be replaced through an emoji or any word. I, I asked a, 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 a few scientists, do you think at some point text might replace the voice? 
as a better communication tool. And they said, yeah, maybe in like five to 10,000 years, it's possible. <laughs> your, your voice is just, it is the most sophisticated, efficient communication tool you have. Um, and email can't replace it. Yeah. I think a lot of people, I think that's why a lot of people get so tripped up though, is because they try to th think of the things that different conversations have sparked in them and they try to throw that in a text. So like, for example, if someone gets a text from like a significant other, they start to read so much into the text because they can sense some of those things if they're actually having a conversation with that person. And then they, they, they try to just put it onto the text, but it is probably 99% of the time completely wrong. It's wrong. And the part of the reason it's wrong is because you're reading it in your own voice. Mm. That's how you would read that email, but you're not them. That's how the communication comes in. You might use the word uh, angry and it means angry, but the other person uses angry and it means like, ah, I'm so angry. Uh, you know, you're reading it in your voice. Mm. If you sent yourself that email, you would understand it completely. You didn't send yourself that email, so you probably don't understand it. Right. So I'm sure that I'm sure that some of these businesses are starting to realize that email is costing them money. Is, are any businesses right now doing anything to actual actually implement policies for their employees in terms of like this is when you should email somebody and this is when you should call somebody? Um, there are some businesses. I, I'll tell you, I, I went and worked with the, the real estate company Redfin. Um, and after I gave this, you know, talk on when to use email and when not to, the CEO came back and said, I think you just saved me more than a million dollars. Um, yes, people are be starting to begin to, but frankly, th some of the worst offenders are the C-suite. Um, they won't give up their email. And as long as the executives won't give up email, nothing is going to change in your business. You can't lead through email. That's the bottom line. You can't do it. And so it has to start at the very, very top. So there you have it. I know it's really easy to hide behind emails because it's so much quicker and easier that you don't have to give the person a quick phone call. But just remember that there's so much more that you can get out of the person from hearing their actual voice because of those kind of cues that you can hear from their voice inflections and things of that nature that Celeste talked about. So if you have to use any, if you have to send an email, make sure you're sending an attachment. Make sure it's a, maybe a very long message that you're sending, that you're sending maybe a clear agenda or a list, or that you're sending somebody praise. Other than that, if you have the opportunity to potentially call that person or talk to that person face to face, that is going to be more useful because our brains have been programmed over thousands and thousands of millions of years to be able to pick up those kinds of cues a lot more efficiently and effectively than just seeing them over text. So other than that, guys, I hope this was a valuable short little clip from the interview with Celeste Headley. Make sure you go back and listen to that full interview with Celeste and make sure you go back to the podcast interview that I released on Monday on maximizing your follow through with the promises that you make to yourself. I would love to hear what you think about it. Um, so send me a quick DM on Instagram at carrier underscore best you to let me know your favorite part of either this episode or the Monday episode. Other than that, I hope something here allows you to get closer and closer to your best you.